from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Now, on Drew Carabo Live. Everything I've been reading, nobody expects at all that marijuana legislation to go through the Senate. Like oh. this, this honestly, truly, and if I say it with the deepest of regret, means absolutely nothing. Damn. We'll keep you posted, but that's sad. Okay, so for the first time this year, I, I maybe it's because of everything we've been through this year. I didn't see a lot of April Fool's jokes. Yeah, it, it seems that it's uh, cor- the corporate world has taken over April Fools. It's a lot of you know companies putting out fake products. Uh, the one thing that did catch me, or at least I thought was funny, was Julian Edelman uh, tweeting that he was coming to the Bucks. It seems like it's like big picture players uh, playing the jokes, and much less of it just people on people. And I didn't have any desire to play any April nah. Fool's jokes. We've all, we've all been April Fool's since yeah. 2019. Yeah. Um, I did, however, see more than ever before people saying it's not funny to do pregnancy jokes on April Fool's Day. And I may agree with that. But there are those who think that because it is April Fool's Day, anything is fair game. And if you have not struggled with infertility... If you have not lost a child, you probably don't see a problem with making an April Fool's joke that, haha, I'm pregnant. Is it okay or not okay to try to perpetrate an April Fool's joke that says, hey, we're pregnant? I mean, it's not funny anymore. No, that, that's the thing, too. And I, I honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older now and, and I just... I don't really see it. To me, you would probably, you're going to offend some people, but also do you make people mad? Like that's a very big thing that comes with a lot of different emotions. You say it to your parents, they're probably going to be so excited and then you break their hearts or you tell somebody else and they're mortified and then they get the good news of you're not pregnant. I just, I think that one carries a little too much weight uh, for what I would think you're looking for as an April Fool's joke, but everybody's different. Uh, The payoff is so minimal and the risk you undertake is is maximum. Like you're you're really putting it out there, and there's not going to be one person in your life who's going to go, oh, <laughs> you got me, clever. Well, the, the only way you can really do it and pull it off with the right buildup is nine months before April first. Say you're pregnant. Don't post any pictures, and then on the day that you're due, tell everybody it was an April Fool's joke. Still bad, but 
at least you put some thought into it. And there's a good payoff. Yeah. Like, ah, I was wearing yeah. a pillow under my belly yeah. this whole time. Or you invite a certain group into the into the delivery room. You rent out a delivery room, and you have, like, a turkey pop out of your vagina or something. Not a live one. Oh, a frozen one. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The live might really pop the crowd. but Maybe, maybe a Cornish hen. Okay. Maybe a, yeah. Turkey's it doesn't good. have to be a turkey. I don't know why I thought turkey. Maybe it could be a squirrel. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Okay or not okay to do the pregnancy April Fool joke or a human hand? That'd be good. Yeah. Or a rabbit, like a rabbit out of yeah. a hat. Hi, Drew Grab Alive. Who are you? Hey, this is Sam. Hi, Sam. <laughs> uh, it's not okay. I just thought it was funny because we have another Sam that calls with a, with an accent like that. So I thought this was a woman pretending to be Sam, but no. I think it's just another Sam who has an accent. It yeah. is. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, it's uh, okay. <laughs> where, where are you? Where are you from, Sam? Merseyside. Uh, originally uh, Bristol, Southwest England. I, I think her accent. Yeah, no, is she's legit. legit. Yeah, she's super legit. So- I am. I yeah, I am legit. One hundred percent legit. So do you think when people do that, that they're being uh, insensitive uh, to people with uh, who, with fertility issues or who have suffered the horriblest of horrible, which is a miscarriage? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Very, very insensitive. I've had friends that have had miscarriages. I've had friends that have lost, yeah, um, you know, babies. So, yeah, and, and being a nurse, it's, I think it's, uh, it's insensitive. Oh, my God. You know who did it today? Who did the, uh, the pregnancy Ooh. joke? That awful Tiffany Haddish. On her Facebook said, I'm so excited to announce something as special on the way today. Hashtag she ready. And I think it's an April Fool's joke. Does that mean that, does, is, is that what she means? Yeah, she she included some uh, some sonogram shots. Oh, of, and it was fake. Uh, I don't know. That's the other thing too. You well maybe the maybe the tip maybe the the April Fool's joke now is announcing something really serious on April Fool's because there are so many. We saw everything we've seen today. We go no, no, that's not true. Right. Like today's a really bad day to announce any piece of news that you have. If you are leaving a company or taking a new job or leaving your spouse. Probably wait until tomorrow and uh, to to make the uh, the announcement. You know what I'm saying? Why Why do you have beef with Tiffany Haddish? I don't. I just I don't find her funny at all. Garbage. She that she tweeted that today. Uh, put it on Facebook. Her Facebook. Facebook. Uh, do you find any April Fool's jokes funny, my dear Sam? Uh, I do, but I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head what I do find or not find funny right now. Right. <laughs> to be okay. honest, first time caller. I'm a little nervous. Oh, oh don't, don't be nervous. No, we're good. Uh, how young? How young of a of a bird might you be? Oh gosh, I'm 52. Okay, so we're the same age, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some of the British humor that helped mold me into who I am, if you don't mind. Uh, my oh no, that's fine. Thank you. Uh, my dad uh, grew up watching. Uh, well, I grew up with my dad watching Monty Python's Flying Circus on television. Uh, so I I attribute some of my absurdity. <laughs> to to Eric Idle and John Cleese and those fine Graham uh, whatever his name was and those fine gentlemen, uh, then of course uh, the Benny Hill Show, uh, which I uh, attribute oh. some of my slapstick comedy and appreciated <laughs> appreciation for buxom women uh, and slapping uh, yeah. and slapping elderly gentlemen on the head, <laughs> uh, and then yep. the, mo- the more obscure uh, British humor that I found funny. First, the Young Ones, uh, which was over here on our music oh. television, or as the kids call it, MTV. Uh, okay. One of my favorite shows of all time with uh, with Neil the hippie and Vivian the punk yeah. rocker and Rick. Rick, Rick Mayo, I believe, was one of the from Drop Dead Fred. 
Absolutely was. Oh, the guy from Drop Dead Fred? Rick, yeah. Oh, that he was is... one of the young ones. Wait, he's the he's Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Well, he was on the young ones. Yeah. Oh, and wow. he was a prick. He yeah. was like, oh, Vivian. They were always, like, yeah. yelling at each other. So that, that really shaped me. And then um, Viz Magazine with the fat slags and, oh, and Johnny oh, Fart gosh, Pants. Yeah. I, I had a friend uh, who was a bartender at Fridays with me, and he was from Great Britain, and he would get his relatives to send him the new issues of uh, Viz Magazine, and I would read him and just laugh my bloody ass off. <laughs> well, you are pulling some uh, some names from uh, way back in the day now. That's what I like to do. Uh, nice talking with you. <laughs> I hope that you'll call again, Sam. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. You guys have a good afternoon, okay? Cheers. Hi, Drew Grab Alive. How can I help you? Yes, uh, one April one April Fool's Day, I said that I was pregnant to my boyfriend at the time, and then next year I ended up having a babel, baby in April. Babel. Yeah, she sounds like Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so you, you made an April Fool's joke. Did he find it funny at all, or did, was he like, that's not funny? Well, yeah, it was kind of shocking you know, to him, but it was just ironic that the next year I had a baby in April. This is Britney Spears. Okay, thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. Do you see LeBron's April Fool's joke? This just shows you that he's never Jordan and he will never be Jordan. Did you see it? No. You know he's uh, he's injured and uh, and his Lakers, despite having an unbelievable starting five, uh, they're underachieving. And right now they sit outside the tenth spot in the in the Western Conference, so they can't even play their way in to the playoffs as of right now. LeBron tweeted today at 1.09 p.m., I'm out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. And it's an April Fool's joke. If you're a Lakers fan who's watched that team not succeed and you're not even – do you find that funny? Jordan never would have done anything Oh, like God, that. no. No. I, I don't even think Michael Jordan would have had social media. I don't think so either. And uh, I will tell you, that that's a bum move. That Not only is it not funny – it plays upon your often injured self and the people that support you. That is such a loser move. Yeah, I don't think he realizes that doing that it isn't really that far-fetched at all. Right. Like, like, like that's the problem is it shines a light on who you actually are that that could be true. 727-579-1025, exactly. Hi, Drew Grab Alive. How can I help you today? Hey, Drew. Hi, who are you? Hey, it's Chris. How you doing? Hey, Chris. Very well. Thank you very much. Say hello to my friend John Senning, would you? Hey, John. Hey, what's up, buddy? You guys talk about April Fool's. I got a call from my daughter's principal this this afternoon, and she was telling me um, that Shelby was done with all her classes, and would she, you know, would I mind if she gave us a speech, you know, at the graduation? Oh. And I go, listen. If you're Shelby's friend and you're pretending to be the, the principal right. and playing an April Fool joke on me, I'm not biting. <laughs> when was it a joke or what, did she really get the? No, it was really the principal. It really <laughs> was. All right. Well, I mean, that's a good one right there because, like, anytime you get good news on April Fool's Day, yeah. you have to be a little skeptical, right? Yeah, Drew, you were talking about this girl was talking about uh, biting this dog dog's ear yesterday. Oh, yeah. You don't have to do that. There was a pit bull that attacked my little beagle um, dog, you know, like Stick a couple of months ago. Oh, he grabbed he grabbed my dog by the neck, right? And my dog's 
squealing. I thought he had my dog by the neck. He didn't. He had my dog by the collar underneath his chin, right? So I'm beating this dog to death, and it's like steel. It's like going 15 rounds with Mike Tyson, right? The dog is not letting go. So I see blood everywhere. I go, I have to go in the kitchen and get a knife and slit this dog. What the hell is... Uh, Hold on. It's going to end with the finger. I have a lot of fingers. I go in there. I walk in the garage, and I see my golf clubs. I grab the seven iron out of the golf bag. I can't do this. I'm taking... Does this end with you brutally beating a dog to death? I was trying to save my dog, right? But what happened was... It broke my seven iron, right? So I had to go. So I'm thinking, I, I got one shot. I picked the dog up by the back of his collar, all the way up to my chest as hard as I could. And it, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like what's going on here. Yeah, sir. I mean, it's just an unfortunate situation. But I mean, yeah. even if it's unfortunate, like the brutal annihilation. Somebody did tell me though that the secret is, which I don't know if this is what he was getting to. You grab the other dog's back legs. Like, if your dog is being attacked, you take the other dog and you grab their back legs, and they have nothing to hold their weight back and fight with. Right. So, rather than, you know, get a knife or Jesus, a, seven iron? Seven iron. That's a good club, too, because I chip with it in addition to it. Yeah. That was what, I think that was the only club that uh, Kevin Costner used in Tin Cup. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. The pregnancy April Fool's joke is not funny to anyone. But it is also only super offensive, I think, and super hurtful to the people who are trying to get pregnant, have tried to get pregnant, or have lost babies. Should you consider those people when making an April Fool's joke? You should always think that the payoff better be worth it, right? So in this case, if you make that joke publicly on your on your Facebook and you're like, just want to let everybody know we're pregnant, you got a fake pregnancy photo? 90% of your Facebook friends will simply roll their eyes and go, well, that's so-and-so not being funny again, like always. 10% of your Facebook friends may have struggled with fertility issues, with losing a child or anything else, and they'll go, that really puts me in a bad place. Is the juice worth the squeeze there? The answer is no. One of the worst radio April Fool's jokes that I've ever... I wasn't a part of it, but I had to be because I was his producer. Ed Till. Oh. Back in 95, 96. This dude had an awful sense of humor. Like, he was good at the the shock radio part of things. He was really good at stirring people up and getting people to want to kill him. Like, more than me, he he would get people calling in who wanted to kill him. To shut him up forever. And he thought it would be funny. This is Ed Till. Breaking news from Washington, D.C., dude. The Clintons are getting a divorce. Oh. And for his four-hour show, I had to take phone calls from people who believed this dude on April 1st, because uh-huh. this is pre-internet. Yeah, there was a time where it didn't hold as much weight and seemed not as uh, all-encompassing. And so that was his funny, funny joke that the Clintons were getting a divorce on April 1st. Was it effective? Yeah, you fooled some people. Was it funny? I don't think so. What's What's the payoff there? Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. Their marriage is... Their marriage is better than ever. A picture of marital stability.
I'd love to hear it if anybody pulled off or saw a funny April Fool's joke today. Dude, I I know I've told you this before, and I, I think I talked to my mom about it not that long ago. When I was in high school, my mom's best friend called her. We were getting ready for school and told her, my mom worked in a doctor's office, uh, told my mom that the doctor's office where she worked had burnt down. And I remember my mom, I, I, I think I remember her crying. Like, it was like, oh, my God, the, it's on fire. And then it was just, you know... <laughs> I, I don't know. It's emotional know. terrorism. I don't know if it was funny or not, but I just remember her friend, who was a, a jokester, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I remember got her so bad, and then um, that, that was kind of the benchmark for April Fool's. Like, if it doesn't make you cry, then it didn't work, I guess. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. So, as a public service, even if you don't mean to offend anyone by it, even if you think it's a harmless joke, A, it's not as funny as you want it to be. There are probably people, if you do make a pregnancy announcement, who do wish for you to have yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they would root for you if you had a kid. Yeah. So they would be happy for you. So you're basically taking their love and support and crapping all over it. What There's if- no upside. What about the and I, and I and there's not a right way at this point because I still think it's in bad taste for the most part. So if we're talking about a way where the payoff is over the top and you can really affect somebody, I would say like a 15 year old girl going to her parents, and that's and I mean that could be traumatic and and it could probably go sideways in a bunch of different ways. But then you're dealing with a reaction oh, that is that is extreme. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say that's almost as bad as a social media joke because at 15, you go to your parents and say, I'm pregnant. Even if you pull back on that one, as a as a yeah. dad, you are emotionally, yeah, yeah. Dra- you're traumatizing yeah. me. Oh, Jesus. You, I just thought about it like my son saying that at 15. I was like, man, Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello. Hi, who are you? Hi, who are you? Susie. Hi, Susie. What can we do for you? Well, I just want to tell you guys, uh, but we're talking about April Fool's joke. Yeah. I I am the April Fool's joke. Huh? It's my birthday. How's that? How's that mean you're a joke? Well, if 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 people know me, and a lot of people do, they will tell you I was born this way. Uh, are you a joke? I am. Well, I'm not really a joke. I'm just a funny friend. Okay. So I think, just for the record, I do believe Tiffany Haddish is really having a baby. Oh. From everything that I can find. But tomorrow she's not going to be. Right? No, I think she is. Like, what makes you think that? Well, I mean, just from what I'm reading, I mean, just, it doesn't, I don't think it's fake. Mm. I mean, it is. It's kind of funny to post it on April Fool's if you are really having a baby. Okay, let me think about this for a second. Does that make it funnier if you really are pregnant and you post it on April 1st knowing that people think you're pulling off an April Fool's joke? Is it an April Fool's joke? No. I think it's just a interesting day to announce it because if we believe what this says the uh sonogram or whatever the hell these things are called was taken on the 24th of march so, so you, she waited uh, she would have waited so you damn well better be really pregnant if you're doing that but but i mean i'm i'm you're still playing upon people's 
vulnerability and 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 belief that I don't know. I got to think about that for a sec. That that might be brilliant or it might be horrible. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. That's our new segment. Brilliant hey, or Drew. horrible. Hi. Hey Drew. Hi. Hey. <laughs> did, Hello. Hi. Did you want to say something other than giggling? I did. I wasn't sure if it was me or not. It's not. Hey, so, <laughs> so I stopped doing April Fool jokes back in '91. I was in the hospital, had a staph infection after surgery. Uh, I told my sister, who was in the medical field, that I was going that they were considering amputating my leg because the infection had got gotten worse. And <clears throat> she started crying and. I had to tell her it was a joke, and it was hard to tell. It was hard to tell her it was a joke, and I she wanted to kill me, and I I have never done an April Fool since. And funny that you that that you're talking about the pregnancy. My wife today, in a group text, told everybody that she was pregnant with twins, and I'm 52 like you, and she's 51, and it's like that's not. That's not happening. I've had a vasectomy as well. So, but uh, it's funny how that just came up. But Drew, I love your show. Thanks, man. I hope nobody in the group text was like, uh, you know, had lost a kid or struggled with infertility issues because that could have triggered them. Right, exactly. And I remember Ed Till. Yeah, I was one of the ones that wanted to kill him. Yeah. Uh, he was he was a son of a gun. Yeah, you're not but, alone. Uh, you're not alone there. Yeah. But I love your show, man. I'm Thanks, out of buddy. Orlando. I listen. To, I listen from six a.m. to six at night. 